Hello and welcome to Tweens to Teens Real Christian Talk. I am your coach Mel and I am happy you're here today. We're going to talk about understanding your mind, will, and emotions part two. So, I said I was going to do a part two this week, and I am. I, so I want to actually want to go a little bit deeper and talk about how um, our souls keep all that junk. Okay, so let me explain. So, have you ever went to the doctor and mom or dad fills out a little piece of paper? This is called family history, and it helps doctors to know what to check you for in your family bloodline. Because things like high blood pressure or many other things could affect you if it affected mom or dad or even grandma and grandpa. So it is also true about behaviors and actions being passed down through the bloodline. So let's say dad was a really angry person. Then your brother might be, or maybe that's you. Maybe maybe you get some of mom and dad's behaviors too, like being angry or offended or anything like that. So your soul holds all the junk from all of your family line up to four generations. That's going back to great, 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 great grandma and grandpa. So what does that mean? This means that there's a part of your soul, okay, that Satan has legal rights to. This is a part of the soul that Satan can oppress. Don't freak out. (laughs) Please don't freak out, okay? There is not one person on the planet that isn't impressed in some way, shape, or form, okay? Jesus was the only human to not be oppressed because he was perfected and his soul was perfected because he is God. But us... Our souls are not perfected. But as our relationship with Christ grows, we become more and more like him. And more like Christ we become. It's called moving from glory to glory. So we keep growing more and more in spirituality. Okay, so it's like um, they use the term, the Christian community uses the term, you're either on milk or you're eating meat. That's determining your uh, where you are spiritually. Like a new Christian would still be drinking the milk. And a more mature Christian that's been walking with the Lord for many years uh, is eating the meat. <laughs> I know, it's weird. So there are lots of ways that our souls can be become oppressed. And, and one of them was um, the example I, give, I gave you last week. Believing a lie about ourselves and taking on the identity of that lie. Like, for example, you're believing that you're ugly, okay? Then no matter how many times someone tells you that you're beautiful, you just don't believe it because you've took it on the identity. You've believed that lie that's been spoken and whispered into your mind, that you keep hearing that voice that you keep hearing saying, I'm just ugly. I'm not as pretty as she is. I'm not as skinny as she is. You've believed it so much. That little whisper, what sounded like you, that little voice in your mind, 
that sounded just like you, but really that was the devil deceiving you. You took on that stronghold and that oh, the oppression that must now be broken. So let me explain what oppression is, okay? Now, oppression is not possession. Let me break this down. If you have received Jesus Christ in your heart, you are not, you, you cannot become possessed. Okay, there's a real lie, big lie out there that Christians cannot have a demon. Okay, that is the biggest lie. That is such a lie. I am living proof to so many people that that is a lie. If you would have um, met me a, 10 years ago, you would never guess that I was the way I was then and now how I'm not now, okay? So I want to break this down for you so you can really understand this because I don't want you to get confused and I definitely don't want you to be scared, okay? Oppression is when the enemy whispers lies in your ear and you start to believe them, okay? It's like when a bully keeps telling you that you're not good enough until you start to believe him, that you're not good enough. But let me tell you, the enemy's lies are just like the bully's words. They are not true. Okay? So what does oppression feel like? Oppression feels like a heaviness is just upon you. Like you're just weighted down. Okay? That's what the devil does. He comes in and weighs us down. It literally is a physical feeling of weightiness. Okay? I want to tell you a, a story, and this is about myself. It's a true story. When I was a kid, my home life was not the best, okay? My dad was kind of a mean drunk. And so as a child, I was very fearful and anxious all the time of when my dad would come home. Is he going to be drunk? Is he going to be angry? I would often as a ch child, I would get myself so worked up, I would throw up. I would get stomach aches all the time. And stomach aches... If you get stomach aches a lot, you're probably having some anxiety because that's associated with the two. Um, you, but um, so as I got older, this fear became more and more. It was like it grew more and more as I got older. And until one day in my um, early adult years, it became panic attacks. Maybe you've had a panic attack before. And I hear you. They are definitely really, really scary. I know when I had the first one, it, it was terrifying, but, um, it, it turned into that. I, I, I always felt like there was something dark following me since I was a kid and throughout my life. And I never understood until I was an adult and I went to my pastor I like gave him my whole life story thinking that was going <laughs> to help. But um, he explained to me that I was oppressed and I needed to be prayed over. Okay, so I want to stop right here because I want to explain something very important to you. Okay. I was a Jesus-loving, faithful, believing Christian who had the misconception that Christians could not be oppressed by a demon. And when the reality is that I learned that this was actually true, I got really scared. I was like, what? The more 
I went into research and the more I delved in and the more I learned, the more determined I was to be free. And I was going to finally find freedom because I couldn't, I, I was unable to take medicines for any of my anxiety. Okay. So I, it just, the things, the medicines never agreed with me. So it, it was just something I had to deal with and learn how to manage the best that I could until I got to that point where I just couldn't deal with it anymore. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't keep it under control. Okay. So I go to be prayed over and don't think that like this was like some scary movie because it wasn't. Okay. Um, this, this isn't at all. Okay. This is not like an exorcist or anything like that. It was very peaceful and the pastor prayed over me. And then this, this, this peace beyond understanding just came over me. And the pastor commanded the spirit of anxiety and fear to go. And as I stood up, it felt like a hundred pounds was lifted off of me that I had carried since I was a kid. You see, the Bible tells us that in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and I'm humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, okay? For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus is saying right there that he brings peace to our souls and that his burden is light. The burden I carried of anxiety and fear was heavy. And when I tell you it felt like 100 pounds being removed, I am not joking in any form or fashion with that. I felt like afterwards I was walking on clouds. I felt that light, seriously. So Satan's burden is hardship, suffering, and spiritual despair, okay? When we start believing what God says about us instead of what the enemy's lies... We start to break the oppression. It's like turning on a light in a dark room. The darkness can't stay when there is light. Jesus is our light. The more we learn about him and believe in him, the brighter our light becomes. And the less space there is for the enemy's lies. So let's keep learning. Let's keep growing. Let's keep shining our light. Remember, ladies, What Matthew 5.14 tells us, you are the light of this world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. That's it for this week. Remember, if you have any questions, you can email me at fosteringtheinnerchild at gmail.com. And I want to also say to you guys that I am preparing courses um, for different traumas, because I know that the, the, the children today undergo a lot of traumas from divorces to um, neglect and things of that sort. I'm also going to be um, opening up my personal coaching. So if you guys need anything further, you can always email me and I will talk to you next week on teens, I mean, tweens to teens, real girl Christian talk. Blessings.